0: No matter how mild, all traumatic brain injuries should be taken seriously. TBIs can affect your memory, mood, and overall health. The VA can help you manage TBI symptoms. Hey guys! Learn more at www.mentalhealth.va.gov/tbi. Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. I'm the host. My name is Travis. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hubazoo Network. You can find out more on Hubuzzu. Com. And if you're watching this right now, it's March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, which is why I'm in green, yay, but also a lot of first here. First of all, I think it's the first show that's dropped on St. Patty's Day, but also I have my first Irish guest, bona fide from Ireland, Amanda who is the founder of the Irish Angel nonprofit? Welcome
1: to Oscar Mike Radio. Thank you so much. It's great to be here with you.
0: It was great to, you know, get all this going. It's amazing that we're even talking. Um, I want to big, uh, give a big shout out to Mike Damon, a.k.a. the Godfather for the introduction. And here we are. And for those of you that don't know, Amanda founded a nonprofit starting in Ireland, but now is in the U.S. to, to help law enforcement, uh, first responders, and our military. And I'm just happy to have you here.
1: Delighted to be here.
0: And you're here now. Now, why did you come to the United States like right now? Because there's a lot going on. What are you trying to do in the U.S. right now?
1: Now more than ever, I think, is when we're needed. You know, there's so much going on, so much negativity, so much, God, I, lack of support that's out there right now. And people are struggling. And they're struggling with mental health, PTSD and addiction. And it's an ongoing battle and it's something that we need to try and help combat i know we're only a tiny fish in a very big pond but i mean that if you if you flap around enough you may have that ripple effect right and you'll reach many
0: you know that's the thing i like about ireland you know i i've i've, I've met some irish through you know my work and you know it's a small country but it It's made a huge impact in the world.
1: Massive impact. I find that fascinating because we are tiny. Like we're we're probably not even the size of one of your states. So uh, you
0: you got to beat Rhode Island and Delaware. So probably.
1: But so like, I mean, like, I think we fit into Texas four and a half times, nearly five times like so. um, Yeah. When you think of it, it, it's incredible. There's Irish absolutely everywhere. everywhere, everywhere, everywhere and i love the fact you know it's 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 very funny to see um in the united states people even if they've 1% irish they like they know their stuff like they know the history of ireland they know their heritage they know their background and everything else and they cling on to that and i think it's really nice really nice
0: i think there's a lot in common with like the irish and the in the in the military irish and you know, and, and me, you know, you're, 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 you are that small fish in the pond, but you're trying to do so much. And, and so for everybody out there, what is really the mission of Irish Angel as it relates to law enforcement?
1: We want to educate people about, it's not just educating those who are in service, it's educating the public as well. I think there's this misconception between the public and, and particularly law enforcement, right? you know what 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 military has to do you know the job they have to do um there are go- always going to be heroes okay so is first responders but when it's law enforcement it's a very different beast it's like you know you have the public that don't su- there is public that doesn't support um and there is that lack of awareness of why a say a police officer might have acted a certain way or they don't understand the 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 lifestyle of a police officer Um, or how their thought process works. So it's up to us to try and educate the public as well as it is to educate those in service. So we want to educate them as to why they might be, the public as to why they might be feeling that way. Um, And then educate law enforcement, first responders and veterans into different coping mechanisms on how to manage PTS, mental health and addictions.
0: You know, as a veteran myself, I didn't serve in combat, but, you know, I have been around plenty of veterans who have. I've had some hard times in my life, and it's amazing how if you don't get with the right group of people or the right coping mechanisms, you can go, you can lose everything.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's what it is. I I think I, person, I have a personal experience with PTS, someone who's very close to my heart, and um, her pts manifested into something that's even worse now it's called parapsychosis um, and addiction was used in order to be a crutch for that process right and um, so it's something that's impacted my life massively so to think that there's people out there who put their lives on the line to represent us mere mortals right um i think that that's incredible to to fight those demons daily you know um, and still get out there and do a job it's 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 so important to me to give back to those people
0: so you're, you're established it's it's not like you're a, a new non-profit or you just started doing this you've been doing this a while yeah but just go back a little bit what was the what was the reaction or experience more rather when you came to the U.S. and you started getting those support messages on the internet and you came here and met you know U.S. law enforcement and military and first responders and They're like we we support what you're doing what was that like to you
1: i was blown away by it all because like literally you know when i seen a family in law enforcement in ireland and you see what goes on in the united states and knowing the person behind the badge it's extremely humbling like i mean i didn't start it to become this you know it was just i wanted to post messages of support and it was a long time ago and um i was i was shocked by how i was embraced into the community because I'm an outsider from another country, right so you know and then you' you're basically getting into the, the foundation of what America is built on, the people who protect America. So I was very blessed and humbled that they allowed me into this family um, and it's why it, it's actually why it steered me in this direction because when you get to talk to these individuals daily and I do I like there's one thing about me, you know I'm a grassroots kind of a person, I believe in, yes, I have a non-profit, However, um, I believe in being a part of those individuals' lives. Like, if they need me, I'm there for them. They know they only have to reach out for me. I'm never going to lose that. That's who I am, it's why people follow me. So, I, it's, and it's why Irish Angel was built. So, I'm never going to lose that, you know? So, I was blessed when I came over here. I was blown away by how I was treated. Like they treat treat me like a queen here. It's insane, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm just a normal person, right? But um, I, I I'm held with high regard, and and as much as I do them, you know. And we are this massive big family, and well, I'm very blessed.
0: We're, we're 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 going to we're at Sam Walker's the other other week, and you know we're talking, and you know there there's law enforcement there, and then they're telling me the story about. How they got involved with you and why they support what you do and you know what the challenges are and you know i've been in the in the veterans lane for a long time now and i have marine corps buddies who are you know law enforcement but i haven't really talked with them about what their experience is i i just know that i support them i'm like it's no different now than it was when i was in you know they're just wearing a different uniform but to go back to law enforcement, what are the challenges they face now? Because it's weird to me that we can support our military, but we can't support our law enforcement.
1: Yeah, but I think there's that, because there's that disconnect, right? So I unfortunately feel, just my own personal opinion, I unfortunately feel that law enforcement is sometimes weaponized when it comes to elections when it comes to life in general whenever there's a rhetoric or or something that need an agenda that needs to be filled sadly law enforcement is always the ones that are the scapegoats and they're always thrown out there so it always has um a detrimental effect to the public you know so um when you go on on with the military and you go on your tours, you know, you're going on your tours, right? You know, you have a job at hand and you have to do what yeah. you do. You come home. These guys are getting up every day and it's a constant battle on the streets. And it's not just a battle of wills with, with, you know, criminals. It's a battle of, of their peers. It's a battle of, um, the rhetoric that's going on. And, and, and the, you know, one, one cop has set the motion and play for how, so how police officers are treated. And, um, that has a detrimental impact on their well being, you know, and it's um it beats in on them daily and it's 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 difficult. It's so hard. And there's we try we have to try break down the barriers of having difficult conversations when it's surrounding these issues. You know, and it's sadly, and you know this, you you're you're a vet, so um it's a very macho industry. So to have right this this want to reach out for help, that's where the initial problem is lying for us right now is like you know you for a police officer you lose your badge and gun you know and that's their identity well, so.
0: well, if i can use personal experience yeah I, I have you know law enforcement guys i know primarily men and you know they serve in the military uh one of them i served with who is they're, they're they're almost scared yeah to reach out for help and how he explained to me was he's like look if i go to my boss or my commander, you know, the, the, my, my, my manager in, in your world and tell them that I'm having these feelings, I'm, I'm feeling this way, a whole bunch of things happen
1: mm-hmm.
0: both in person and administratively to flag me as a potential problem. And he's like, man, they, they can come anytime into my home and take my, my badge and my firearm. They can take other firearms, I can be put on desk duty and I'm branded instantly as somebody who's not reliable when I'm just trying to do the smart thing and get help. Yeah. And, and, you know, do you find that a lot?
1: Yes. Really? It's a massive, it is a massive thing, which is why we're trying to change the culture, right? So there's a massive culture within leadership. Um, and uh, as a, when you start to become a police officer through the academies, if we could get the culture to change at the exact same time, like through leadership as to take on board, you know, what is actually happening, get at the root cause. So if there's a critical incident, you allow them to decompress, right? You have the people there at hand that can help them, the peer-to-peer support that they have people to talk to, that there's no, imp- no, there's not gonna be any comeback on, on them reaching out for help, but they need that help straight away, you know? Um, we have to try and stop it before it starts. Um, and the thing about PTS and mental health is, it can sometimes, for a lot of people, it might not hit you straight away it might be something that's way down the road, right? So it could, be, it could be two years, three years down the road, but all of that just piles up. It's like an onion, right? It has loads of layers and it just keeps piling up. But if we get the, if we get the, um, the leadership to try and jump on board and try and do everything they can to help their officers because they want to train their officers physically. Um, and I believe that part of the physical education should be the mental education because your mental health is what runs your physicality so i mean why not help them from from joining the academy in integrating all of what they're going to see they need to be prepared for that preparation is key but for those who are going through it that they're allowed to express themselves without the you know the harsh realities of they're going to have their badge and gun taken
0: Well, that's the thing, you know, a couple of them have told me that, you know, the physical training, you know, wasn't as bad as the military or sometimes just the same way, but there was that emphasis on peak physical conditioning, Mm -hmm. but no real idea of how to deal with what they're going to deal with. Right. And, you know, we go out in the field for four to six weeks at a time. They're doing this every day. And and he's like, it's just hard to unplug from there. And I don't want to bring it home to my family. And that's the other thing I kind of want to talk to you about is they're supporting the officer, but is there a component of Irish Angel that has a family component?
1: There is indeed, really, because okay. I do believe that I've been I've been that family, so um, I do believe that the families. It's it's not even about how how they're feeling. Well, it is obviously about how, how they're feeling, but it's say for instance you're a police officer or a veteran or whatever that's after going through your transition of getting well of wellness. Um, you're no longer that individual that you were for all of those years where you would lash out at home or you know, or you would drink or whatever. Um, and that that's something that attributed to your lifestyle and your family's lifestyle. So it became a part of their lives. So for them, when you go through the transition, you now are a different person, and your family needs to know this and they need to prepare for what their life is going to be like once this transition is over. Their well-being is so so important. It's a joint effort, like, you know. Um, And sadly, the divorce rate within law enforcement is just, it's off the charts, like. Um, And I can understand why. um, Because these guys don't want to talk. When they come home, and this is just, again, from just talking to people, if you are suffering, you suffer in silence. You don't want to go home and bring your work home, so you just don't talk at all and that causes issues. And when you don't talk, that communication is broke down. And then before long, your marriage is breaking up. So, you know, you need communication, open communication, and you need to learn how to do that both when you're transitioning through your, through your mental health issues. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, I can't imagine and, and that sentiment was echoed. He's like, how do I, if I have to tell my, my wife, what I actually saw during the day, she's going to look at me differently yeah. or, you know, she's not going to want me to do this anymore. And I feel called to do this. Yeah. So I was just curious about that.
1: Yeah. And we have plenty of, we, we partner with plenty of, um, health organizations as well, who are now running schemes to help the, the families surrounding these individuals too. So they tend to integrate them in on the end of the process so that they're getting the education just as much as what the person, the individual has gone through. So it's really good.
0: So you're working with these health organizations, you're working with other people, but, you know, looking at your board of directors, excuse me, um, you have a very robust board. These are law enforcement officers that have been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. How did you get their support to come on and, you know, buy into the work that you're doing?
1: For the longest time, because I'm doing this so long, um, it was only when I started to come to the United States and people actually see, like, it's different when you're online, right? So I have quite substantial following online and when you're online people tend to see just oh you're just another blogger or you're just another person right you're just another individual right Um, but when they actually see you and they meet you then they realize that you're a genuine real person and the law enforcement particularly law enforcement industry news travels fast (laughs) right (laughs) so everyone kind of Wants to meet you, and once they meet you, they're all in. Like, I'm very blessed. My, my board are amazing. Like, they're, I, they're from all walks of life, and they're, you know, they're from different backgrounds within law enforcement. And 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 some of them have been veterans. In actual fact, some are veterans. So, you know, um, it's, it's all about gelling, getting all those like minded people together, and seeing how best to target what we need to do in order to be able to help people.
0: So targeting, let's talk about that because I'm, I'm familiar with that aspect of it is you're, you're based in New York. You've got, you know, reach in Florida and, you know, of course, Boston.
1: We're just opening a chapter actually in Texas.
0: And now Texas, right? So, I mean, and, and first of all, folks, why wouldn't, you know, she be in Boston? Right. right. <laughs> but, you know, you've done this. When you go to these places, what is the mission and focus to get started
1: the mission focused one, is to build relationships because okay. that's what it's all about. If you don't have good, solid relationships and you don't have trust, then you're done. You're okay. done for, right? So that's a massive thing for me. Irish Angel was built on, on trust from people that trust in me and vice versa. So um, that has to continue. And you need to re, you need to relate, you need to get those relationships on board because you can't grow if you don't have them, right? but those relationships are so important because they're the ones that can help you raise the funds that you need to raise in order to be able to help these individuals. Um, so that is the number one key, you know, and and never dirty your bib with anybody, (laughs) you know, as far as I'm concerned, never dirty your bib with anybody, because if you don't, people are always going to want to, it's like they flock to positivity, right? So, um, you need to remain positive and focused on what you at the job in hand. Um, and so,
0: so you mean being like, you know, negative, and this is too hard and I can't do this is, is bad all it's the time.
1: Bad. Well, look, I come from, a, I come from another country. I mean, whoever thought that somebody from a little island, three and a half thousand miles away would have an impact on something in America. There was plenty of times where I went to myself, oh, what am I doing? Like, what am I actually doing right now? But then I was like, you know, no, you're doing this for the right reason. So you have to hang in there and you have to keep going hard at it. Be positive. Be as positive as, as you can. Is there negative days? Absolutely. Everybody gets negative days, but that's part of life, you know? It's how you don't stay in that negative place. You need to stay focused at the job in hand.
0: So it's relationships and people. Yeah. Number one. What what what's next?
1: Making sure that we have the right program in place to be able to help people. We've had it. We've had it really hard. Um, I suppose it was really difficult because we literally got our 501 back in December of 2019, and we were about to launch in Boston in March that year. And three weeks before our due to fly out, then COVID hit. Right, right. Right. So we were basically put on the back burner. Then we were going, you know, we'll do online auctions. We'll do all this kind of thing. Then all the, the badness happened with Black Lives Matter and Antifa and everything else, and the burning down of businesses. So businesses no longer wanted to invest in you because not for that they didn't believe in your cause, but that they were afraid for what was going to happen to their business if they were seen to associate with somebody who associates with law enforcement. So it was a very difficult time for us. So we, we had to sit back and try and evaluate how we were gonna move forward. And um, we wrote it out and thankfully here we are and we're doing really well now. Really well.
0: So you came to Boston and actually, you know, if I may, you were supposed to, we, we technically weren't supposed to be talking right now.
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs> like this wasn't supposed to even happen. we If it was going to happen, it wasn't going to be now. It was going to be in a very compressed time frame, maybe over Zoom. I'm very happy we're here. But it just made me think, okay, did the mission parameters change to use military speak that said, you know what? I need to be in Boston for a little while longer before I go on to the. Next. I do. Yeah,
1: yeah. And um, the support I have here in Boston is just—it's phenomenal. Um, and in actual fact, we're having um, a conference, a three-day conference in September. Um, so it's very important that I'm here to try and get the ball rolling on all of that kind of stuff. So, um, and again, getting out and meeting the sponsors and the people—the people who invest in us and the people who who are helping us, you know, that's, again, as I said, it's very important to have those relationships. But, um, and it's also very important to get out and meet the people that it impacts. Like after I have, and after today with yourself, I have, um, I'm meeting some of the parents who have lost their, their children through suicide. So, you know, it's it's very important that you have a clear understanding of what's actually going on. Um, everything from needing help, you know, what goes on in family life, to, if suicide has happened, what happens to the families? You know, it's a massive. It's a mass. Irish Angel is a mass. Has a massive umbrella. That all of these little chapters need to be filled in order for us to create a mission that can help. You know, and um, we want to be able to help as many people as we can, whether it's through education, whether it is through funding or whatever the case may be. Um, that's the one thing I did. I did about a year's research here, um, where I went around facilities finding out exactly what was needed um for law enforcement and first responders and veterans and um i was like does insurance cover the cost of everything insurance doesn't cover the cost of everything no. um and sometimes you know these places run these facilities are amazing but they run uh, scholarship schemes that helps people um but The transportation fees is not included in it. And then sometimes they only have a a certain allocation of um, scholarship schemes. So I was like, right, this is where we need to be at. We need to be able to physically help as well as educate these people. So we create funds that we can we can send people for treatment. Um, And that's really important because we want to give everybody a fighting chance for for to get help, you know.
0: So you've been doing this for a while. I mean, 2019 is when your 501c3 launched but well before that you were extremely active with law enforcement online where you were you're able to do things in person again and it was great meeting some of the people supporting you the other night as you go through your your I'm going to call it your your 2022 Q1 tour <laughs> um what is what is next can you talk about the September event that's happening here
1: yeah, well, I can talk about it a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> it's a three-day event. Yeah. Um, it will be in the Burling, Burlington Marriott, um, and it's basically to educate. Um, it's to. It's. A, I suppose it's a little bit like our website. So the website is uh, is pretty much surrounded about how people, what people go through, how they reach out for help, having the resources available the same as what we will do for the conference. So we'll have people come and talk about their issues, how, what they felt could have been implemented through the departments, have the resources come out and talk about different programs that they can, they can implement, help imp- implement through the training, and then have other training options. Um, because it's, it's so, com- PTS is so complex. Um, so you can get second degree trauma basically from just interrogating somebody so we want to help retrain that so we want to bring as much to the table as possible to be able to help those leaders bring some fresh new ideas to be able to help those in in their departments because that's what's needed you know um you need to get to the root cause of it and and be able to help them progress in a positive manner like you know
0: just to go back a bit when that per you've said when that person reaches out for help yeah have you ever had anybody law enforcement veteran or both tell you what it's like when they've reached out for help and couldn't get it
1: yes yeah
0: tell me about that
1: um there's actually there's actually quite a, it happens quite often even, even
0: even now with all the and the reason i asked about this is sometimes in the veteran community you know i'm i'm told i, I went for help and, and couldn't get it and it just and then you find out they weren't, they weren't lying about it. They, they. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And it just, it's mind boggling. So I just kind of wanted you to relay that, you know, what was that like?
1: Most of, you know, most, it, it varies. It really varies. Okay. Um, like it might be something from, we had, we had a, somebody who had reached out to us and um, the department said they were going to back them once they went into treatment. And once they went into treatment, then the the department wouldn't pay the wage for them anymore. So they didn't have the funding to get through the treatment and were going to leave the treatment. So this is kind of, this is one of the more regular things. Um, uh, But then you have people who, in actual fact, one of our our people who's going to talk at the conference is a guy called Jason Sheckler. Uh, um, He is a phenomenal guy. He was a police officer in Phoenix and um, he was I think he was two years on the job and a cab driver hit him. He had an epileptic fit in the car and he hit Jason's car and the car went on fire and Jason, eighty percent of Jason's body is burnt. like. Um and the difficulties, whilst his department were great there, you know, being able to help them mentally and all that kind of stuff, sometimes the likes of, you know, they get like paid leave time and stuff, it doesn't it runs out and the, you know, they can't fund it anymore that they're the diff they're the struggles you know they because you already are going through something mentally and physically but when it comes to you then having to worry about where your next meal is coming from for your family your bills being paid and everything else that adds to their their situation and it just makes it worse so these are like little things that happens and some departments mightn't um if you were in a car accident or whatever, that I can't remember now what it's called, but it, it they won't pay their wages. I can't remember what it's called now. Short-term
0: disability?
1: Um, no, it's not that, it's something else. I can't remember what it is now, but basically they, they, they shut them off. And um, the phone stops ringing, you know, once they get home from the hospital, the phone stops ringing and ha- not having that support anymore. And that's what I mean. It's a cultural thing that needs to change. Um, we have to be able to best try and support them in every way, um, whether it's something that the department agrees with or not. It's a culture within those the, the officers that they work in to stay in contact with people, um, and that goes for retirees as well because there's a massive issue surrounding suicides through retirees. Um, so the the main thing is to keep in contact with people, make sure people is all right. You say your bro- your brothers and sisters, right? that has to remain the way yeah. after the incidents or after the fact. So that can't lose because it's difficult. It's extremely difficult.
0: We've talked about, you know, starring this and the challenges and the mission. Can you tell me a success story?
1: I can't kind of, because the stuff is kind of complicated. Well,
0: well, okay. So, so, so don't, you, know, you don't, have to, you don't have to give names, but just, I don't know. Um, Let's, let me let me do it this way i'm, I'm gonna leave all this in here too <laughs> um what's it like when you see your program working either from you know one of your chapters says you know what we got a win today or you know yeah. that person got helped how does let's 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 do it this way how does that make you feel
1: amazing like I can't even. It, it's it, hard, right? It, it's, it's hard all the time. It's extremely difficult. I oh, I will never forget our first safe ever, you know? Um, and it's happened prior to this before, like before we became a 501. I don't know why, but people just tend to flock to me and they like me and I think they see that I'm a real person. So they just reach out to talk to you. So you can help people just by talking to people, but when it came to, to physically being able to make that call for somebody. Um, and to get them the help they needed. That was, I I actually cried like a baby. I'm not gonna lie, I did. <laughs> I cried like a baby because all of this hard work has finally paid off. And I know what it's like to have to kick down them doors to get help for, for someone that you love. And so that for me was just like, it was it was gold. It was, you know, you can't buy that kind of feeling. You really can't.
0: So So there is a love component in here. Oh,
1: I can't even tell you, yeah. you make me like think of it now it's like
0: yeah (laughs) i'll tell you what i feel about love afterwards anyway um it's just on a good day it's difficult on a hard day it can be impossible but i I think you know from talking to other other law enforcement to people that i met the other night at sam walker's was it's worth it it's 100 percent worth all the effort so you have this amazing organization that that is you know international with this huge reach how can people help
1: they can donate to us or they can volunteer to us you know um because trust me like the more people we have on boards to be able to help us the better it is the more people that we can actually help you know that's that's the be all and end all for to be able to accept that call to say yes we can financially help somebody it's extremely important um, because believe it believe it not it actually does happen so much that people can't afford it when when addiction is involved or mental health is involved your bills go by the wayside or you know you're just not in that mindset and before you know it you've spiraled out of control so being able to do that for people is just it's the best thing so financially businesses to donate their products anything because we can auction them off we can raffle them off we can we can um use the money wisely to be able to educate people and to be able to um send them for the treatment it's really important
0: amazing amazing well again I am Travis the host of Oscar Mike Radio I am with Amanda aka the Irish Angel that's her call sign and we're talking about her nonprofit and the work she's done And again, thank you to uh, Marine Corps veteran Mike Damon, a.k.a. The Godfather, for the introduction. You know, as we close down, Amanda, you know, I I go back to veterans just for a minute, and, you know, a lot of veterans and, and people tell me, well, I can't, I can't. You know, I'm not big enough, or I don't have a huge budget. I don't have that, you know, no, 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 I can't. But you did. And so to close us down, I kind of want to, you know, understand when did you say, you know what, I don't care how hard it is, how difficult it is, I'm going to do it. Because I think a lot of people get so hung up on the, on the fact that they can't do something that they don't understand how powerful they actually are.
1: I know this is the thing. And like I said, there's been many times where I said, I can't, I can't do it. Right. Right. But again, going back to relationships, those relationships that you build, surrounding yourself with positive people that can lift you up when you are down. Um, and I know it's cliche, but it's the truth. Like if you have good, solid people in your circle, your circle can only grow and grow wisely, you know, and, and have, have that support network around you. And that's like, nobody is exempt. Nobody is exempt from, from feeling bad um, and feeling like they can't do something. But if I can do it from over there, <laughs> right, and and not even be in the veteran community or be in in law enforcement, then anybody can do it. You just have to believe in yourself. Right?
0: Well, not to be cliche, but it just sounds Irish.
1: <laughs>
0: well, don't, don't, don't think, think about it. Think about it. Think about how many people, I mean, I just, you know, over the years, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you a personal side of this. I'm a big fan of the Enya. Right. I'm a huge fan of hers for a long time, like, long, long time, back with Clonod and all that. and love Clannad. Right? And, and, and you know, her music has been there for me through some good times and bad times. Yeah. And then you start going down the, the, the spiral of, you know, what's around Ireland, and you meet a couple people that you work with who are from Ireland. And it just goes to show me that, you know, you can be small, but you can have a big, huge impact if you just believe in what you do and don't care what people
1: think i don't care what people think i actually don't (laughs) i really don't there's i used to care what people think when i started this off but now i've got to the point is you stay focused on what you want to achieve and you if you keep your eyes on the prize you'll get there so you're always regardless of who how good you are how bad you are haters are always going to hate and they're always going to try and down you right they are no matter what and trust me, there's plenty of them out there, right? Especially when you don't come from the country that you're trying, to, you're trying to help. You get targeted quite a lot. But if you don't let the noise in, don't allow that noise in, you know, you'll do well. You have to, you have to be strong-willed, strong-willed and... uh and, and keep the faith, you know, you genuinely do. And I think that's us stubborn Irish. <laughs> I genuinely do. We're <laughs> stubborn as the day is long like.
0: <laughs> I, I met a couple of, of the South Boston, Dorchester Irish, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Don't give up. Or, you know, listen here, sonny boy, you might <laughs> be bigger than me. I'm going to tell you how it is, right? That's it. But it, 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 it's, it's just that simple. So it's just been... It's been great seeing that happen, and I think people need to hear that message. So, um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that we can talk again when you come back to the U.S.
1: Absolutely, I will be back. I'll be back. Instead, no, I'll probably be back before in the summer right. sometime. We'll figure it I'd out. I'd imagine.
0: Well, again, this is Amanda with Irish Angel, the founder, and she has her mission. And I'm Travis with Oscar Mike Radio, and as we say here, we are mission flight. Thank you very much. I'll have all the links to Irish Angel, social media, in the Oscar Mike Radio show post. And since this is dropping on March 17th, 2022, I want to say to you, Amanda, happy St. Patrick's Day.
1: That means thank you, (laughs) Irish. I caught you off guard there. I did. It's good. It's good.
0: I'm leaving this all in here. This is fantastic because, right, we don't care. Hello and welcome again to Oscar Mike. I want to thank you for joining me and watching Oscar Mike Radio. Now go to oscarmikeradio.com and click shop to check out all the cool merchandise from Authentically American. All proceeds go to veteran service organizations. We are Mission in Flight.